welcome to Be Simply. Today we have special guest Leo, the CEO of Credit Allegiant. He's going to talk to us about the power that you can return yourself by getting your credit square and back in balance. Without further ado, let's dive in with Leo. Thank you for being here, Leo. I'm super excited for you to share your wisdom. Uh, to give the listeners a little teaser, uh, you're the master or the guru of debt. <laughs> and something that I I love your sense of humor. I spotted you on TikTok and then check you out on Instagram. And the reason I invited you to talk to us today, one of the reasons is that if we don't have our finances in order, we are in fight or flight. So this is a necessary um, thing that we must manage to stay in well-being. So that's kind of the lead-in. Uh, and I'd love for you to share a little bit how you got inspired uh, with, you know, deconstructing debt in the way that you present it. Yeah. So how I got inspired. I mean, basically, you know. I, where I am now is just from personal experience. So it's something that I've actually gone through myself. Um, and I think that's how I can relate with a lot of people. So, I mean, just, you know, my, my worst point is, as far as my credit or my financial situation was uh, basically I had a 530 credit score and $80,000 in collections. So, I mean, that, that definitely takes a toll on, on mental crutch when you have all that you know, baggage, uh, you know, behind your back. So oh, that, that's where I was. And then I was trying to basically, uh, no, I mean, there's a few things, but yeah, it, I started a business, um, a simple one with on Amazon. I was reselling books on Amazon. It was doing really great and realized that um, I was kind of capped out because I don't have any capital. And then uh, I realize how important credit was to to get you to the next step and so it was really frustrating for me uh, I couldn't get to the next step I couldn't like I wanted to be able to get out of my nine to five and provide for my family because I had a baby on the way as well so um, that was a challenging time but um, that's when I just saw the importance of credits and and how far it could take you yeah, how it can be a help. So as I started learning about credit repair, um, and I did a lot of trial and error, fixed my credit, and you know I was able to remove yeah eighty thousand dollars in collections, and that was literally a, a big lift, you know, a big lift off my shoulders, um, big weight off my shoulders. And then from there, it's, it's just things started to line up. Um, the more I understood about credit, the be you know the easier things got for me, um, in, in a lot of areas. Yeah. Beautiful. And so share, we'll share a couple things. Uh, what did you notice once you got the elephant off your back, as far as your overall state of being? How did that shift? It's, yeah, it's weird. Like in the beginning, I felt like everything was against me. You know, I felt like I was fighting against the grain. And as I started removing, you know, I basically like the negative stuff um, off my credit. It's also like removing the negative limiting below and my capabilities and as I was able to remove all those things 
I was actually removing, you know, the cloud in my, my mind to clear up and it enabled me to think better, you know, to, to have more hope, to have more courage, to keep moving forward and, and go after what I wanted to go after. And what's one of the pearls that you discovered in this process about how debt can be your friend versus your adversary? How debt can be your friend? Uh, well, it's just under, I think because I was in so much debt, um, it made me look at debt in a different way. So before, you know, before being educated, uh, I just, my mindset was, you know, oh yeah, you have this credit card, you know, just put a few bucks here, a few bucks there. And then before you even know it, I mean, you're like 30, 40, $50,000, you know, under the water. And, and, and you're like, how did that happen? Right. So because that happened to me now, I'm just like, uh, you know, significantly more conscious about uh, what I'm spending my money on. And, and if, if it's taking me down that path again. So because I had that experience, um, you know, every time that I start using my card, it kind of reminds me of where I was and I don't want to go back to that state, you know? And so that's, that's what really helps me to, to stay on track and stay positive because that was just, you know, like the lowest point of, of my time. And it's a good reminder that I, uh, yeah, I don't want to be there again. So that's why I take credit very serious. So I wanted to learn how to basically leverage credit in a positive way, right? So there's like good debt. And, and if it's not bringing money into your pocket, you know, it's bad debt. It's just taking money away from your pocket. So I wanted to learn how to basically use credit where I can bring more money into my pocket or bring more basically positivity. So that's why I focused myself first and wanted to make sure that I had, you know, uh, you know 90, 90% of the strategy before I try and implement something just to reduce my risk and reduce the chance of me going back to where I was, you know. Right, beautiful. And I see your your deck of cards there. So <laughs> I, would, yes. I would imagine, uh, you kind of alluded to it, that it, it can be easy for it to like go. So what are some of the ways that you keep yourself within your methodology of utilizing credit for the benefit to keep yourself in, in check? if you will. Yeah. So for me, I like to try to keep things as simple as possible. Uh, Cause many times I would fall into analysis paralysis where I would just overthink and by overthinking, it just kind of clouds your mind and uh, it builds fear. So keeping things simple uh, frees your mind and makes things easier. So that's, that's always, you know, the philosophy that I try to keep. Um, and so, yeah, if you have, you know, 54 credit cards, it's going to be very, you know, a lot of people are like, wow, how do you manage so many cards? Um, and so my simple method, okay, because if, when it comes to the nuts and bolts of credit, um, all it is is just making payments on time and keeping a low balance. Like that's all credit really is. But then, you know, the human element comes in as far as self-control, self-discipline, and it makes it complicated. Um, so to keep it simple, all I do is every time I use one of my cards or each, you know, either one of my cards, I'll pay it off uh, within three to five days. Mm. That's it. That's it. So if I just do that one technique, um, you know, I don't have to have, remember 54 due dates um, I don't have to worry about getting late payments because I'm making, you know, multiple payments a month. 
uh, and my balance is going to stay low. So that's going to keep me away from getting into debt, you know? So that's it. I mean, that's, that's literally how I do it. And it just makes it so much easier. So I don't have to use an app to remember the due dates for 54 different dates, you know, and, and the balance for 54 different accounts. Like just as soon as I use that card, I'll pay it off in three to five days. That's it. That's beautiful. Uh, and so by having those 54 cards, what has that um, brought to you? Like what has that given you the capacity to do initially? Like Yeah. Um, so the way I utilize it now is um, I do a lot of traveling and a lot of traveling with my family as well. So um, I accumulate a lot of points, uh, which is basically free points. So I could travel for free with my family as well. Um, and I also leverage it as um, for my businesses. So I have two businesses and just leveraging credit into my business that way, because one thing that uh, kind of holds a lot of people back from scaling their business or just scaling their, you know, whatever they're pursuing to scale it, part of that limitation is, is lack of capital. So um, credit, credit is, is a very useful tool as long as you use it correctly. Um, to help you to take you to the next step, you know, in whatever you're trying to pursue. So whether it's doing a podcast or going into real estate investing or to be a nonprofit organization, you know, capital is always required. Uh, and so that's, you know, a, a big part of how it helped me to build my two businesses um, and get me out of the hole and actually get into a, a positive cash flow. Mm. And share your businesses, your two businesses. Yeah, so uh, my first one is uh, a credit repair and consulting company. So I help improve people's credit by, you know, removing their negative items like I did for myself. Um, so, yeah, I started that business because I understand a lot of people's pain because I was there personally. I was there. I went through it and I got myself out of it. So yeah. uh, and then just just so many others that are in the same situation. And so you know, I decided to help by providing that service. Um, yeah. And that's, that's, that's what really uh, scaled everything up and, and then just coaching others as well, because others, um, you know, needed some guidance on credit because there's a lot of different strategies for different, uh, you know, everyone's goals are different. So there's just basically a strategy for everyone's goals. You know, one strategy may be better for one person if they're doing a, you know, in a certain type of industry. And then another strategy would be better for someone else in a different type of industry. So that's where I guide them. Um, and then the second business is what I started this year is a uh, construction construction company, construction development company. So we do mm -hmm. like commer commercial and federal contracts. And so that credit really helped us break a lot of barriers in the construction business. Uh, one of the biggest things is like, um, getting bonded and insured. So typically you, your the, uh, construction company needs to be in business for at least two years to be bonded and insured. Um, but we were able to do it within three months. And that's oh, wow. because we were able to utilize our credit um, and that, that broke a lot of barriers. So there's, you know, a lot of companies even to this day that are 10 years old, 15 years old, and they're still not bonded. And a, a big part of that limitation is because of their, their credit. <clears throat> and then in a business setting like construction, consulting is a little bit easier. You don't have revenue like constraints as much, cash flow constraints as much as you do in 
construction. Uh, have you utilized your credit uh, to assist with that process? Oh yeah, most definitely. So, I mean, that's one of them, right? So one of them is just uh, being able to get bonded. Uh, so because we can, we're able to get bonded, now we can go after federal contracts because all federal contracts or most federal contracts require bonding and licenses. So if you don't have that, you can't even go after those. Um, and then the other part is, yeah, once, you know, when we win a project, um, like right now, we're almost done with a, a fire station for the city. And um, there's going to be some up upfront costs, you know, you have to pay for like, just up upfront costs, small fees, or you have to pay your subcontractors. So we pay our subcontractors. So uh, that that's how I'm leveraging all of these cards because they're there's zero percent interest for 12 months or up to 24 months. So it's, it's practically free money that we're using um, to be able to pay for all these miscellaneous fees um, and these subcontractors. That way we can get the project going. And then of course we'll, we'll get paid by the government at the end and then it'll pay the, the all our credit cards off, you know? Yeah. Also you're funny. Your videos are really hilarious. <laughs> where where <laughs> does that you. come out? Do you bring the humor out when people are sad about their debt? <laughs> Did you yeah. have any sense of humor? <laughs> so I do. I mean, I do have a sense of humor. Um, it's interesting because like, you know, if you meet me in person, I'm, I'm an introvert and I'm a very, very quiet person. Um, but when I do my, my videos, that's how I feel on the inside, honestly. So, you know, people have different ways of expressing themselves, you know, maybe through art or writing, but doing these videos, I guess that's, that's a way that I can express the way I feel on the inside, uh, on the outside. Yeah. Yeah. Even though I don't show it like for like networking or something. Yeah. yeah so it's a satire in your mind <laughs> like yeah exactly and then you know credit credit is pretty like a dry subject or a pretty boring subject so you know i try i try to find a creative way to captivate the audience and educate them at the same time you know yeah beautiful and i noticed in one of your videos you talk you were your what you made a funny about your wife um like wanting to know if you're like applying for more credit cards or something uh can you share a little bit about in relationship how important it is to discuss credit and finances and or if you think it is <laughs> share a little bit about that i mean from you know from from what i read just you know finances is one of the biggest topics that create tension in a relationship so uh you know if you can understand it and at least at least if one side understands it and they can help the other side my wife she's she's the reason why that i keep moving forward um you know I, i'm learning a lot about credit but and and doing a business but she's honestly the one that keeps me going forward and keeps me uh keeps pushing myself you know you know i'm a human being so sometimes i doubt myself sometimes i uh, I don't think I can do it, you know, and, and she's always there to help me and support me. And she believes in me. And she has that faith in me. And because of that, you know, it, it keeps me motivated and keeps me going forward. So that's, that's how our relationship is, is whenever, you know, each, each other, one of us feels down, um, we support that, the other uh, and whatever we're doing. And because we know that we can do it and, and we can do it better as a team. So yeah. um, beautiful. <laughs> yeah. 
and I, I, this morning you made a very fancy coffee. I've seen twice where you uh -huh. put candy and coffee. You have a sweet tooth? <laughs> um, a sweet tooth, yes. Yeah, I guess so. And I, um, I just recently have come to like getting an affinity for coffee and just trying to find just fun ways to to make coffee. So you know, yeah, like putting the uh, the cookies and cream candy bar in there because it's it's the same thing as adding like vanilla creamer, but it's probably of, better. <laughs> yeah, you know. So I'm just always trying. Like the other day, I did like a creme brulee. I actually yeah, like, I created like a crust on top of the coffee and like, cracked it. Yeah, open, you're so. hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> Did you really drink that one? I'm gonna have to. I'll I'll show that one and link it below. But yeah, you're you're great. <laughs> yeah. So for me, it's like I I try to break that barrier because you know, like as as human beings, we're, we're, we're a primitive in nature. So like we have a yeah, like you said, a flight or a fight or flight, right? So we have that barrier to protect us, and so humor is you know one of the, the great ways to break that break that barrier so because it's hard to communicate with someone is if, if they have a sh shield over them you know they're not going to listen to what you say but once you break it open then then they're going to be more open-minded um and if you can share a little bit when you're working with people one-on-one -on -one, um mm -hmm. what's the biggest hurdle that you usually walk them over or help them get over uh, just to change their mindset or have the courage to move forward and take action? Yeah, I would say, yeah, the biggest thing is just one is, you know, credit is just a, a completely different language. You know, like when you're trying to learn, when you're trying to learn a new subject, it's just a completely different language. So that's, you know, one thing they have to learn is two is helping them out when they run into obstacles so that's why i prefer doing like one-on-one -on -one mentorships interactive mentorships because i've taken a lot of mentorships myself and courses and when it comes to like courses um it's something that's pre-recorded so it could be outdated um, and then two is mm -hmm. when you try to take action learn uh, there's no one there to help you out when you come into yeah. obstacles and it's it's inevitable that you're going to run into obstacles and so that's where i come into play and uh, i help them for all the obstacles that they'll encounter especially right now i have uh, a student and you know he's he's having a lot of trouble uh, opening up uh, a, a maybe federal business accounts and so like we're, we're just going step by step and, and just um, you know, figure out where the problems is and I'm, I'm just navigating him through so so we can get everything uh, completed uh, and then mm. move forward to the next step. I think you bring up a good point about one-on-one -on -one versus, because um, that is a trend. People do like pre-recorded stuff to make it easier, but uh, mm -hmm. so that's worked well for you to do one-on-one -on -one. and do you ever do group yeah. classes? Yeah, I haven't done group classes. I mean, I do like my lives on TikTok. Um, but as far as group classes, I haven't done that yet. Uh, for me, I be, maybe because I'm an introvert, but uh, the one-on-one, -on -one, I feel like I can give just a 100% of my time to that person because if they're investing into themselves or investing into me, I want to give 100% of my effort to that person. So yeah. that's one. And then two, it's, it's um, yeah, there's just, there's just so much that you have to learn. And so it's hard if if, if my mind is, if I have 50 people, you know, doing a group class, like I can't answer all these people because everyone's going to have a different situation. Everyone's going to have different goals. And so like for me, each individual, I tailor 
you know, the mentorship to their goals and every step that we take is going towards their goal. So mm -hmm. I can't, I can't coordinate that with 20 different people at the same time. Uh -huh. you know? <laughs> yeah, I think that's well stated. Uh, how much math are you teaching people in the process? Uh, math, there's very little math, to be honest. There's very little math. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Nowadays it's all automated. So, right. So mm -hmm. it's easier for them to understand certain things. Yeah. Uh, and so for people, if they do want to work with you one-on-one, -on -one, um, I know you have a link tree. Is that the best way? We'll put the links below, but is that the best way to reach out to you? And is it more you take on so many students at a time? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So yeah, the, the, the link tree or Instagram, uh, if, if you want to do one-on-ones, you can message me through Instagram. Um, yeah, I am limited just because yeah, I'm running two companies and then I try also try to do the mentorship. So I try to stick it to around like five people at a time. So, yeah. yeah. And can you share some of the success stories without really revealing people's identities? <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, there's, I mean, there's tons of success stories. Uh, Let's see, as far as like a uh, credit repair stuff, uh, you know, uh, one of my best friends, he had a foreclosure and he, had, he's, he has a family, he wanted to get a house, but the foreclosure was not allowing him to mortgage lenders. They don't want to approve him. So, you know, we were able to remove that foreclosure. And, you know, a, a month after that, he got approved for, uh, you know, half a million dollar construction loan. So instead of getting a, a regular mortgage loan, he was getting a construction loan. So now he's actually building his own house, you know, um, and that wouldn't have been a possible if that foreclosure stayed on his credit. Um, and as far as like the mentorship goes, um, you know, I have another, another student, uh, he wanted to open up a car dealership. So I helped him set up his LLC, I helped him get funding. Um, and then I helped him get about a half a million dollars in, in his dealership floor plan. So now now he can go and get inventory. You know, this was within the first year of, of starting his business and being able to get him, you know, like $100,000 in 0% interest credit, and then also a half million dollars um, to, to buy vehicle inventory. And so, you know, that that's, a big help because if if you're only using your own money i mean maybe you can only get one or two vehicles and you have to like work slowly but if you already have something that works and and all you're doing is rinse and repeating then if you have more capital you can just rinse and repeat it quicker multiply it and so you can scale up that way yeah yeah I, you're like santa claus <laughs> so i don't i hope, hope they appreciate that's you know awesome for what you bring to the table yeah um, yeah i mean that that that's my biggest gratification is is seeing others succeed um from from me helping them out so i mean i feel like it my, as far as my personality goes that you know teaching people is is what i love because i love seeing great results from from what i'm sharing um, yeah, because yeah, I've been doing that, you know, martial arts, I trained a lot of people to become black belts, um, yes. you know, in soccer, I was a sushi chef for 10 years, I had sushi chef for 10 years, and I was training others from, from, you know, level zero, all the way up to becoming a head sushi chef for the, you know, a different restaurant. So that's, mm. I grew up te teaching and training people and, and making masters out of masters. Yeah, so I would say you're going to continue on that way. <laughs> 
So you were the funny, happy chef when you made sushi. That's good. Wait, was it a yeah, happy Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what was that? Was that a happy time? Most sushi chefs that I've observed or, you know, have uh -huh. pleasure of having their food are happy, but. <laughs> no, the honest truth was, uh, you know, my, my dad, he, he was a sushi <laughs> chef and um, it was actually the last thing I ever wanted to do, um, but I ended up doing it for 10 years. So, uh, yeah, I, I didn't enjoy it. What I did enjoy about it was, you know, uh, creating something new and seeing a smile on someone's face, but just, just being a chef in general, I mean, I did not like it, um, but I, I used that time to, um, to, be, to be the best version of myself. So, cause I was thinking, you know, if, if this is the last thing I wanted to do and I can be, be really good at it, then imagine what I can do when I start doing something that I love to do. Mm, what a great attitude. Yeah. Yeah. And what didn't you like about the restaurant world? Was it the sushi or is it just the demand in a restaurant? Yeah, just, the, you know, just the restaurant business is, is just, there's a lot of demand, you know, working 55 yeah. hours a week, uh, you know, it takes a toll on your body, you, you know, you're working 12 hours a day, you can't really have a personal life. Um, and, and yeah, you can't really have a personal life. And, you know, you come home, still feel empty. I just felt empty every day. Um, you know, it's financially. Um, you know, having all that student loan debt, I, you know, being a sushi chef, it's just, you know, it's like working so many hours and putting all that effort and it just, it felt like it was going nowhere as far as financially, you know? Mm, um, yeah. so, so I, you know, I wanted to get out of that kind of get out of the rat race. Um, cause I knew that I could do more, you know, I had, I knew that there was more out there for me. Um, I just had to be patient, you know, and stick my, um, yeah, be patient and just keep sticking myself out there until I find something that works. And um, but yeah, I've, I've taken a lot of paths and uh, credits has definitely been my gateway to to get me out of there and get into something new, you know, and now, yeah, I just you know moved into this house this year and that was all from credit, you know, mm -hmm. being able to leverage my credit and help more people um, and understanding credits. Uh, help me be a, become on the positive side for sure yeah beautiful uh and so are you still practicing martial arts i'm not no no um so that was like uh up until up until like high school yeah so i was like in the mm -hmm. junior olympics and the junior world i was actually trained to be in the uh 2000 2004 summer olympics uh, okay but i i yeah, I didn't uh, go through with it. Just honestly, just because uh, there was two other two other good friends of mine that we would always do martial arts together, and they would call us the Three Stooges, and uh, you know they they just uh, stopped, and then um, my passion mm. for it stopped as well. Yeah. Uh, so I just kind of moved on from there. Yeah. Yeah, that's well. You were accomplished. My my sister was like an athlete like that, you know. Where and I understand sometimes you get to your stopping point. But congratulations on all of that. <laughs> yeah, thank you. <laughs> it keeps paying it forward. So, and then what? Um, where, what state are you in to do construction? If anyone wants to look you up for that, or are you open to people contacting you for that too? 
Oh yeah, yeah. So so yeah, we're, I just moved from Arizona to Texas this year. So I'm in Texas. Um, that's okay. that's where the, our construction is there. Yeah. So we're a general contractor, uh, and we mainly focus on like federal federal stuff, uh, okay. federal state, uh, and and we're doing some commercial stuff. Like right now, we're working on a building a warehouse for a trucking company. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. What what city are you guys in? Uh, so we're in Houston. Yeah, we're based out of Houston, um, and our office is literally smack smack in the middle of downtown Houston. Yeah. Perfect. Well, I used to work in the architecture world, and you're, um, I would definitely want you on my team if I was building out. So we'll at least pay it forward with this interview to maybe <laughs> okay. extend your good work in the area. <laughs> so that's perfect. Awesome. <laughs> you never know where it goes. Yeah, right. yeah, of course. One last little tidbit of wisdom as people are going into spending season, as we have known it here in North America, at least, uh, what can you recommend for them to keep themselves uh, fiscally responsible yet still giving? <laughs> Ooh, that's a good question. Um, <clears throat> well, you know, besides the common thing, you know, don't spend more than you have. Um, you know, some, some creative ideas is, um, for example, is the credit cards have sign-up bonuses, right? So credit cards mm -hmm. have sign-up bonuses. So for example, my wife, you know, she just uh, applied for a Chase credit card and it has a 100,000 point sign-up bonus. So just by signing up for that card, you get 100,000 points, which is equivalent to $1,000 in cash. Mm. So, so you can kind of think about it that way. It's, it's free cash, and you can use that cash for your holiday shopping. Um, that way, you know, it's, it's less coming out of your pocket. Because, like, my whole philosophy with credit is just um, being able to increasing your disparity uh, between your expenses and your income uh, by mm. leveraging credit. So, you know, lowering your expenses and increasing your income by leveraging credit without losing the luxury. So that's one way is, is signing up for new cards that gives you, you know, $500 signups, $1,000 signups. Uh, and then the other one is, is just using the right card is going to give you cash back. So, you know, uh, if you're doing grocery shopping, the Amex uh, blue cash every day will give you 6% cash back on grocery shopping. So if you're doing like a lot of holiday cooking, you know, um, that's one way to save or, or get money back for that is, is using the right card. Um, or if you're doing yeah, shopping on Amazon, if you get the Amazon credit card, you get 5% cash back when you spend money on, on Amazon, you know? Oh, yeah, perfect. All right, that's the way to do it as we go into the season. So, well, Leo, I appreciate you being here and uh, creating all the content that you do. It's, it's very helpful, I feel, and much needed, especially for even younger generations that are, you know, they don't even know what to do with credits. So I, I love that you have it out there and available the way you do. So thank you for being here today. Perfect. Yeah, thank you for, for inviting me. Um, I was excited for this one just because, you know, we're, we're in two different areas, two different industries and kind of colliding together, which is great. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's so important. So I'm excited to promote you and uh, see who we can hook you up with under construction, commercial construction. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. 
Once again, I want to thank Leo for being here today and all of you for tuning in as inspired. Connect to his great work. The links are below social media and websites. And we're going to exit out with a little Kadri Scott. Keep it local. Until next time, this is Suzanne Toro with a full heart, a soft gaze, a deep bow, and a namaste. Be simply. If you try not to fight it, you may feel quite enlightened, maybe even guided. It may take some practice before you exact it, but I promise it's worth it. I do my best, maybe over my rest Till